0: Hi Batlam! Hi Pete! Hi Batlam! Yeah, Batlam, Pete, and I have been on a road trip all week. Yeah! I was riding in the back in the basket. Yeah, we're coming to you from Te Tai Tokoro, the far north of the North Island in New Zealand, and we're actually in residence in uh, my father's home in Kerikeri. So, maybe some of you have been up to the Bay of Islands. I've been here now. You have, haven't you, Batlam? Yeah. And we drove past lots of sheep. We did. Yeah, I bet they wish they had little capes on like you because it's been pretty wet. I know, they're all standing there in the mud and the wet. Yeah, it's been very wet. Yeah, not in Sweden though. Well, in Sweden, they're having an amazing it's summer. It's dry. Yeah. We're just one big sog over here, aren't we? Yeah, it just rains and rains and rains, and then it rains some more for good luck. Yeah, <laughs> it does. So we like it when the sun comes out. Has it been raining down where you are, Jude? Jude's looking no. out the window. N- no, no rain and Nelson. Yay! <laughs> hmm. Wow! Well, Pete and I have been away on a tour. Yeah, a bat tour. Bat tour. Yeah, we have. We've been away taking our show Bats Incredible Yeah. Uh, into kindergartens in the Whangarei area and uh, doing some house concerts for yeah. the communities of the far north. Lots of bat stories about bats and bats and bats. They're my favourite stories, bat stories. I want to know if Jude has listened to the last instalment of Mud Eat the Sheep. Have you done that, Jude? Not yet. Oh. oh, you got it, Jude. It's got a basketball player in it. Yeah, Jude's pretty good at playing basketball, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we look forward to hearing what you have to say about that last instalment. But no Mud the Sheep this week. No, Marty. No, we finished it last week. That was the end of now. No, just bats this week. (sighs) Anyway, we thought we might start off by singing you our bats incredible song. I know this one. I've been singing it all week. Yeah, you can you can help along. And then that lamb. You can join in at home as well. Chorus is pretty easy. Bats are incredible. Bats are incredible. Bats are incredible. Bats are incredible. Yeah. Bats are incredible. Bats are incredible. Bats are incredible. Yeah. Bats are incredible. Bats are incredible. Bats are incredible. Yeah. Now it's not recommendable that you make them edible You look a little sceptical, their poop is incredible And it would be regrettable if they became expendable Because they really are quite useful when it comes to a few things They pollinate, they echolocate, they defecate, and what's more They eat a million insects between dusk and dawn Incredible bats are incredible bats are incredible. Yeah. Now you gotta think about all the cool things that you know about bats. They hang upside down. That's pretty cool. Uh, they are pollinators. Wow, Batlam. you've really been listening to this week, haven't you? Yeah. And um, oh, I know. They eat lots and lots of insects. They do eat lots and lots of insects. Yeah. And that means there aren't so many mozzies to bite us. Well, that's <laughs> always a good thing, isn't it? Less mozzies in the world might be a good thing. We might we might try that whole song again from the beginning, eh, yeah, Pete? Shall we so. try? Yeah, here we go again. So you can all join in. Bats are incredible. Bats are incredible. Bats are incredible. Yeah! yeah. Woo. Bats are incredible, bats are incredible, bats are incredible, incredible. yeah! So don't you forget it, cause your planet will regret it, cause bats are incredible, yeah! Yeah! And lambs! Yeah, (laughs) lambs are... Lambs are pretty darn good too! Lambs are pretty good as well, in fact... A, you know, you're the perfect animal, Bat-Lamb. You're a fusion of a domesticated animal and a very cool wild animal. <laughs> wow, I'm a fusion lamb. That's fusion. Cool. <laughs> Maybe you could fly soon. I, well, I'm getting pretty close to flying, I think. Yeah. Yeah, if I run really fast and jump, I go, run, 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 and whoa! Like that. It's like flying. <laughs> I might enter the Birdman competition up here next month. Oh, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, we read about the Birdman competition over at here, didn't we? (gasps) That looks like fun. Yeah, I could just see you in that bat lamb. I bet there's other people here who would like to make some wings and have a go at running off a wharf and jumping into the ocean. Does that sound like any of you? (laughs) Crazy. Probably pretty cold. Yeah, but it wouldn't be cold for me because I got my woolly jumper on. Yes, Bat Lamb, you always got your woolly jumper. Anyway, we thought we might share a new bat story with you um, this evening. This is a a story uh, that we've recently added to our bat program of stories, so I don't think any of you have heard it before. Ooh, You've heard it, Bat Lamb. Yeah, I heard it. And where's it come from? It comes from... Hawaii! Ooh. It does. Has anyone been to ha- Hawaii here? Oh, oh, Pete. Pete has been <laughs> to Hawaii. Well, lucky Pete. Yeah. Yeah. Now, this story comes from Hawaii. And Hawaii and Aotearoa have, well, lots of things um, that they share. But one of the things that they share is that their only land mammal is a bat. So our only land mammal here in Aotearoa is a bat. And in Hawaii, their only remaining land mammal is uh, a bat. Well, we're talking indigenous uh, land mammals Mm, here. mm. Ah, not sheep. No. No, sorry bat lamb. Um, I'm sure you're indigenous somewhere, but it isn't in Hawaii or Aotearoa. Probably in Turkey or somewhere. Yeah, where did sheep come from? Well, that'd be an interesting episode to have, wouldn't it? Can we have a whole bat cave about sheep? (laughs) Uh, okay. we, could. we could hasn't been something that I thought about but it's. Uh, we'll put it on the list yay sheep are incredible sheep, sheep are incredible are sheep are incredible. incredible yeah okay yep I can see where that one's going <laughs> I'm going to get a t-shirt <laughs> okay do you want to hear the story from Hawaii okay or you have to sit down here okay alright alright that lamb's going to sit down there and listen, and we're going to tell you the story about Pe'epe'e Makubalu, the eight eyed bat from Hawaii. Can you imagine that? A bat with eight eyes. Ooh, that's a lot of eyes. So, you might have already noticed if you know the word in Mari for bat, Pe'ka Pe'ka, that the word in Hawaiian, Pea-pea is very similar. Uh Yeah, like I said, Hawaii and Aotearoa have lots of big connections. Oh, in fact, the picture behind us kind of says it all. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, so here we go. This is the story of the Eight-Eyed Bat. Watch out for the Eight-Eyed Bat. Watch out for the Eight-Eyed Bat. He'll steal your wife and cause you strife Watch out for the eight-eyed bat And again Watch out for the eight-eyed bat Woo! Watch out for the eight-eyed bat He'll steal your wife and cause you strife Watch out for the eight-eyed bat Now this is a Maui story And I bet some of you know a few Maui stories Alright, uh, yeah, some nods there who knows the story about when Maui fished up the North Island of Aotearoa, to Ika a Maui? Yeah, we know that one. And who knows the story when Maui slowed down the sun? Tamanui te rā. Yep, we know that one. And who knows the story when Maui went between the legs of Hini Nui Te Pō and tried to win immortality for humans? Sounds painful. Yeah, it didn't work out for him didn't work out for us either. None of us are immortal. So this is a Maui story. Yeah, and it all started a long time ago. And Maui was out on the ocean fishing. It would have been a good day of fishing. He'd had a good catch and he was looking forward to heading home to share the fish that he'd caught with his friends and his family. When he happened to look up and what did he see? But a Carrying his wife off. Oh no! Yeah. I mean, I guess it could happen to anyone. Yeah, if you're unlucky. If you're unlucky. I don't know. Um, have any of you ever known anyone who's been carried off by a bat? No, it has to be a pretty big bat. They have some pretty big bats though. Do you know in the Philippines they have a bat? that is as big as a small human and whose wingspan is three to four meters wide. I reckon that bat could pick someone up if it yeah. got, got it in its mind that you look like a piece of fruit. Because that's all it eats. It only eats fruit. Anyway, needless to say that this bat was no ordinary bat. It was a Pe'e the eight-eyed bat. And you know what you have to do with eight-eyed bats? Watch out for the eight-eyed bat. Watch out for the eight-eyed bat. He'll steal your wife and cause you strife. Watch out for the eight-eyed bat. Well, Maui, he he paddled as fast as he could back to shore and he started to run after that bat. And Maui, he was pretty fast, but Mahuvalu was even faster and soon he had disappeared out across the ocean. Oh. Can imagine. What would you do if somebody like a bat had stolen somebody that you really loved? Hmm? Who are you gonna call? Batbusters! <laughs> yeah, but there was no Bat Busters. So Maui did the next best thing. He went and he found his mum. And he said, Mum, Mum, Peta Peta Ma'uvalu has stolen my wife. And Hina who was Maui's mum, said, uh, Maui, you're really fast. Why didn't you just chase after him and, and grab her back again? I did. I ran really, really fast. But Pepe Makualu can fly. And I can't fly. And now he's flown off to the next island. What am I going to do? Said hmm. his mum. Let me think about it. I do know this, though, Maui. It's not a good idea to make any decisions when you're upset. So I think you should sleep on it tonight and we'll make a plan tomorrow. So that's what Maui did. He tossed and he turned that night and the next morning he came back to his mum and he said, "Okay, what are we going to do, mum? And Hina said, I think you need some wise advice Maui I think you should go and see your grandfather I think he will know what to do Mm. well grandfathers and grandmothers have been around a long time haven't they so they probably know a few things so Maui set off And he walked and he walked and he walked across the island until he saw his grandfather out walking in the fields and he ran over to him and he told his grandfather everything that had happened. And his grandfather listened and he said, hmm, Maui, you're fast, aren't you? Yeah, but not fast enough to catch the eight-eyed bat, said Maui, hmm, but you're fast enough to go and collect a lot of vines and a lot of feathers and a lot of leaves. And bring them back and put them in my house. I want you to collect so many vines and leaves and feathers together that you're going to fill my house for me. Yeah, if you think that's going to help, I can do that, said Marley. Okay, off you go then. So Maui spent all that day running around the island, gathering together vines and feathers and leaves, and he put them in his grandfather's house until they rose up into the ceiling. Well done, Maui, said his grandfather. Now, give me three days, come back, and I'll have a plan for you. (sighs) Those three days seemed to take forever, and on the morning of the third day, Maui came back to his grandfather's house. And what was that? sitting outside his grandfather's house, but uh, a mokumanu. Now, what's a mokumanu, you might ask? Well, it was a bird made out of vines woven together and covered in leaves and feathers. It was the strangest bird that you might have ever seen. Maui he looked at it, and his grandfather came out, and he said, Now, Maui, look! I made you this bird. You can climb inside it and when you pull on the vines, the wings will flap. You can fly yourself to the next island where the village of Peta Peta Mahuvalu is. Yeah, you gotta fly around so everyone sees you. Mind you don't get too close. No, just close enough that everyone can see you. When Peta Peta Mahuvalu sees you in the sky, He'll want you for himself, because he'll have never seen a bird like you before, and he's very acquisitive. Now you've got to make him feel like he has caught you. And then later, when the time is right, you're going to take your revenge. <gasps> I wonder what he had in mind with revenge. Ooh, sounds a bit mean. Yeah. Well, is pretty excited to be the first Hawaiian navigator. Yeah, Well oh, these guys. Oh, Hang on, what do you call people <clears throat> who fly in the sky? Aviator. Yeah, aviator, that's the one. Aviator, they're the navigators of the sky. So he climbed inside the mokumanu and he began to pull on the vines like his grandfather instructed. And sure enough, the wings started to flap. And Maui lifted up off the ground and he flew out across the fields. He could see his grandfather's house below him and he kept flapping. Must have been pretty hard work, I think, pulling those wings up and down, up and down, up and down, and out across the ocean until he reached the next island. And there was the village of Mahuvalu, And all the villagers were down on the beach, but they stopped what they were doing, and they looked up and they pointed into the sky, and they said, hey, what's that? Look up there, can you see that? And everyone was pointing. Even pitta pitta Makuvalu. I've never seen a bird like that before. And P'e'a pitta Makuvalu, the eight eyed bat, said, Ah, that bird is a very unusual bird. That bird might belong to me, I think. Uh, let us see what it does. And everybody watched as the strange bird circled around the village once, twice, Three times, and then sure enough, it landed on the sacred perch of Makuvalu outside his home. Ha ha! What did I tell you? Yeah, uh, That bird is my bird. Now, uh, uh, go and fetch fish and uh, fruit for it and, uh, and give it something to eat. And after it is eaten, bring it to my sleeping house. The villagers went to gather delicious ripe fruit and fish and they carried it over to where the, the, the mokumanu was perched and they put it down on the ground and after they'd gone away Maui checked that no one was looking he he put his hand out the head of the mokumanu and he grabbed the food and he ate it himself because he was pretty hungry after all that flapping business and the villagers saw that the food had gone, and so they picked up the, the mokumanu and they carried it into the sleeping house of Pea Makuvalu. Makovalu. And Maui, he was looking out through the little cracks between the feathers and the leaves, and he could see a sleeping mat. And there on the sleeping mat lay Pea Makovalu, the eight-eyed bat. And lying close by was his wife. Ah. He was so mad when he saw that he wanted to jump out right there and then and take his revenge. But he remembered the wise words of his grandfather. Wait until the time is right Maui and then take your revenge. So that's what he did. He waited and he waited and he waited or Pet and to fall asleep. Now the only thing is, you and I have two eyes and they usually both close and fall asleep at the same time but peka peka maku had eight eyes and there was always one or two eyes that stayed awake while the other six or five or seven were, were fast asleep. <gasps> what was Maui going to do? When he had an idea, he thought... I will sing Pea a Mako Walu a sweet song like a bird would sing a lullaby maybe I can get all eight eyes to sleep at the same time and so Maui <coughs> tried to make his sweetest voice and sang one eye two eyes three eyes sleep four eyes five eyes six Eyes dream seven eyes, eight eyes fast asleep. Moi moi, pecka, pecka, moi, moi, ra. <sighs> and pet a pet a mahuvalu thought. It was the sweet song of the Manu and his eyes. All eight of them grew heavy and soon Maui heard a sweet sound. It was the sound of... And he knew that the eight-eyed bat was asleep. So ever so quietly, he crept out of the mokumanu and he went over to the sleeping mat and he reached out to Kamulamu because that was the name of his wife and he gave her a shake on the shoulders and she opened her eyes and Maui was like, shh. And he pointed over to the the mokumanu and told her to hop inside. (gasps) And she crept inside the mokumanu and then Maui pulled out his ads and he turned to the sleeping body of Pe'a Pe'a Makuvalu and he lifted the ads and he chopped off the head of the eight eyed bat. <gasps> <gasps> yeah. Needless to say, the eight eyed bat was now dead. Mm. And he took the head and he jumped into the mokumanu with his wife and he flapped the wings and he flew straight up through the roof and he just kept on flapping and flying and flapping and flying and flapping and flying until at last he reached his own village in the next island. And, well, that's pretty much the end of the story. There are no eight-eyed bats left in Hawaii. I think he was a pretty exceptional eight eyed bat so now we'll have to change our song and we'll have to sing the eight eyed bat is dead the eight eyed bat is dead now well, he got his wife he saved her life the eight eyed bat is dead hmm and although there aren't any Pe'ape'a Makuvalu in Hawaii anymore, you, um, you, you might get called a Pe'ape'a Makuvalu if you visit Hawaii. And that's not to say that you are a wife stealer, uh, it's actually a compliment. Somebody who is considered to be an eight eyed bat is somebody who sees the world in many different ways and they're considered to be a wise person. Mm hmm sure if I want to meet an eight-eyed bat. Why's that? Well, I don't know. Eight eyes. That's a bit freaky. (laughs) Yeah, but spiders have lots of eyes. Oh yeah. I'm not sure about spiders either. Are you scared of spiders, Bat-Lamb? Well, I don't like it when they get under my cape. Well, nobody likes spiders inside their clothes, do they? But, I mean, most spiders are much smaller than us and, and they wouldn't hurt us. Yeah. It's just all those eyes looking at you. Hmm, I wonder if there's other animals that have lots of eyes. I can only think of spiders. Maybe there's some other insects that might have lots of eyes as well. Well, I'm just happy with the two I've got. No, oh, well, I'm glad to hear that, bat Thank you for joining us today. If you'd like to be part of our podcasts, you can join the Bat Cave or support us by purchasing books and audios from our website, www.imaginedworlds.net.